My name is Ashley Sebula, and welcome to the Through Every Season podcast, where we discuss what it's like to be a Christian woman in modern day society. We will dive into the truth, trials, and tribulations that come with having a faith. You're never alone here, and we will help you walk through every season. Hello, hello. Today is Monday, June 19th, and here we are recording the first official episode of the Through Every Season podcast. So welcome, welcome. We're going to do a drink of the day today. I have a Waterloo sparkling water in summer berry. I'm really into sparkling water. Like if there's four drinks that I typically drink, it's either coffee, plain water, Diet Coke, or a sparkling water. So we're going to cheers together here at the very first episode of the podcast. There we go. Tune in next time to see what I'm drinking. (laughs) I'm just kidding. This is the Through Every Season podcast, not the What Ashley is Drinking podcast. But I'm going to talk a little bit today about what we're going to talk about. We are going to discuss today a very important topic. We're going to discuss who Jesus was and is and what having a relationship with him means. We're going to touch the surface on the topic of legalism and how Christians have misrepresented Jesus. And you might be wondering, wow, Ashley, that's kind of a big topic to just start out with. Well, hello, my name's Ashley, and I really like to talk about controversial topics. But in all actuality, I just want to let everyone know right off the bat that this podcast is centered around having a relationship with Jesus and not religion and not legalism. So that's why I wanted to start with this topic today. So let's dive right in. I wanted to break this podcast into three different points today because I'm kind of talking about some really big subjects that definitely could be their own podcast episodes just down the line, but I kind of just wanted to skim the surface today. So I'm wanting to get across three major points today. Here's point one. I believe in having a relationship with Jesus over religion or legalism. What I mean by a relationship with Jesus. Having a relationship with Jesus is deeper and more intimate than just going to church on Sunday following the laws described in the Old Testament, or maintaining tradition. Having a relationship with Jesus means that he is involved in my everyday life. For example, I talk to him through prayer. My values are based off of his word or the Bible. And my life's purpose is to be a shining light in a dark world. Like our earthly relationship, like a marriage or a friendship, relationships take work, and effort. Relationships grow based off of what you're pouring into it. It's kind of like having a plant. If you don't water the plant, it's not going to grow properly. 
I want to grow my relationship with Christ by reading the Bible and surrounding myself with people who make me want to have a closer relationship with him. And this could be different for everybody, but for me, that means going to church or being in a Bible study or just surrounding myself with people who also have a faith. Having a relationship with Jesus also means that I let him lead me in my everyday life. If I feel he is leading me to do something, I follow. My purpose is his purpose for me. My hope as a follower of Jesus is that the way that I live my life will lead others to Jesus. And to me, that's the point of being a Christian. When I say that I have a relationship with Jesus, I'm not talking about legalistic things. I don't subscribe to legalism. And legalism may be a term that you might just be hearing today, or maybe you've heard it before and you're like, I don't really know what that means. So what do you mean by legalism? Do you mean like the law, like law enforcement? What the heck do you mean? Legalism by definition means excessive adherence to law or formula. The Old Testament describes the laws from Moses in the book of Leviticus. There were 613 laws described in the Old Testament that talk about what we should or should not do. But here's the thing. I believe in Jesus. So I also believe that Jesus came to fulfill the laws. And this is described in the Gospels in the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Meaning that we are not required to abide by the laws in order to be in good standing with God. As described in John 3.16, you know, John 3.16, maybe you went to to Sunday school or vacation Bible school and you sang, John 3.16 says, so God so loved the world and et cetera, et cetera. You know the song. And if you don't know the song, look it up on YouTube. But what that verse means is that Jesus came and died for our sins so we could have eternal life with him in heaven if we accept Jesus. That is all we have to do. Believe, love, and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. There is no catch. There is no to-do list. That's it. That is the unconditional love that he has for us. There are different denominations or even religions that abide by certain laws or codes of conduct or they have certain traditions. We have free will. We can certainly follow the laws or follow certain traditions if we feel that that brings us closer to God or if we just simply want to do them. However, what the point that I want to get across is, is that it's not required. If you read about Jesus in the Bible and you read about his ministry in the Gospels or in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Bible, you will see that Jesus challenged those who were legalistic. During his ministry, he challenged the rabbi and the Pharisees who had the Jewish people uphold all 613 laws. There was definitely tension between the Pharisees and Jesus and his disciples. And if you watch The Chosen, which if you have not seen The Chosen, it's 100% a show that I recommend if you want to kind of see through TV, essentially, like the, the Gospels and kind of learn more about Jesus. 
100% recommend that show. But you'll even see in The Chosen that it displays the tensions between Jesus and his disciples and then the Pharisees. And then, of course, the Romans. That was a whole different other tension. But the Pharisees were no joke. If you broke one of the laws, you could pay a really hefty fine. You could be, you know, put in jail. You you were in trouble if you didn't uphold all of these laws in the Jewish faith. And of course, if you don't have a lot of background on Jesus, Jesus was Jewish, which is why the Jewish faith is so important to know about even within Christianity. But as I said previously, and what Jesus has said in the Bible during his ministry is that he came and fulfilled the laws. So therefore, we're not required to follow them. And you might think, okay, well, Jesus came and he (laughs) fulfilled the laws and we know that we don't have to abide by them. So why are we still talking about it? You know, like, what's the big deal? Well, we still have legalism today in the church. It is still thriving today within Christianity. And this is honestly why many Christians are turned away from church or like turned away from other Christians, essentially. If someone is telling you that you have to do X, Y, Z to be a good Christian, then that is legalism. There is no such thing as being in good standing with God. Yes, we should live our lives by his word described in the Bible, but God's love for us does not change based off of how good we are. For example, we could be suffering from an addiction and using substances like fentanyl. And guess what? God would love us the exact same way as when we were actively using than if we were to get sober. It does not change based off of how good we are. No matter what we do or don't do, God's love for us does not change. There is no good or bad that we could ever do to change that. Point two, how Jesus is described in the Bible. The book of Luke goes over the life of Jesus, his ministry, his crucifixion, and then also his resurrection. If you read the book of Luke, you'll notice how he was different than other Jews, especially the Jews in power who oversaw the laws or the Pharisees that we just discussed. Jesus challenged the religious leaders when they were legalistic or hypocritical. He challenged the Pharisees when they arrested, fined, or persecuted the Jewish people for breaking the Jewish laws. Jesus paved the pathway for us not to be the judge of others. We have no grounds if we were also sinners. Jesus was and is for the people. He sat with the sinners. He healed the broken. He welcomed the oppressed. He really was the OG social justice warrior, if you will. In Luke 4, 18, it states, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty over the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus has unconditional love for his people. This includes anyone born on this earth, no matter whether you believe in him or not. He loves everyone just the same. You have to do nothing to earn his love. You could hate God or you could not believe in him. 
And guess what? He loves you the same. You could take two people and you can stand them side by side. You can have one person who doesn't believe in God. Maybe they're out out in the world and they're just putting all this negativity out there. And then you could have the person beside them who goes to church seven days a week. They, they feed the poor. They're out there with the homeless and they're just the picture perfect Christian, if you will. And guess what? Jesus loves them the exact same. Believing and accepting Jesus is the way we earn eternal life or go to heaven. It does not matter how good of a person we are or how many laws or traditions we follow. Jesus was sent by the Father or God to be a human sacrifice so followers of Christ can go to heaven when we leave this earth. In the Old Testament, you'll see it mentions sacrifices of lambs to pay tribute or to rebuke sin. That clearly didn't and doesn't work on a long-term basis because if that were the case, we would be sacrificing lambs like left and right every single day for every single sin that we commit every single day. Because in the Old Testament, so if you committed a sin, the thought was in order to cleanse that sin, you would make the the sacrifice, usually it was a lamb, and then the blood that was slain would kind of cleanse you of your sin. So instead, God was like, yeah, let's find a better way to do this. Let's be more sustainable, if you will. And so he took his son, he put him here on earth to, to preach the gospel, to preach the word, to lead people to him. And then he was crucified and sacrificed for everybody's sins. Everybody who had previously lived were living at that time and for the future generations like you and I. That was the thought behind sacrificing for our sins. And again, God saw that that maybe that wasn't the um, the best solution to <laughs> keep people um, from not being sinful. And again, Jesus came and he said, we no longer have to abide by the laws or make these animal sacrifices because Jesus made that sacrifice for us. Now we just have to accept him and believe in him to have eternal life. Jesus came on earth also to lead people to God, as I previously stated. He wanted to show them how to have a relationship with him and how to live. He was a teacher. He came to do miracles described in the Bible. But even more so, he came to teach life lessons to people he encountered and also teach people to preach his word after he left this earth. That's actually how the church was formed was by Jesus's ministry. We didn't have a church in the Old Testament. Some of you might be triggered by this point, or some of you even, maybe you'll even take offense to this, but it's a very important point. Point three, Christians are sometimes really bad at representing Jesus. You might have heard of the expression, ain't no love like Christian hate. I kind of think it's a popular phrase right now because they're just with social media, you know, there, there are people who who go online and like they talk about different experiences. And there are people online who talk a lot about um, trauma from the church or religious trauma, definitely a buzz phrase right now. Or they just talk about how sometimes other Christians aren't the best. I mean, we're not perfect, of course, and we were we shouldn't uphold ourselves to to perfection and put ourselves on a pedestal. But as a Christian, we definitely have the responsibility 
to positively represent Jesus through our everyday lives. So if we aren't doing that and we're hurting other people, we aren't really representing him very well, are we? Church hurt. Another really big kind of buzz phrase, if you will, right now, or at least online. I see it all the time on like TikTok videos and whatnot. But what I mean by church hurt is sometimes church hurts people and people leave the church or they even leave Christianity altogether because they're just so turned off by it. I know I've come across people in my life that have told me different things that other Christians told them or different things that people in the church told them. And I am just floored by sometimes how we treat each other. It's it's just not good. And it just does not paint Christianity. And quite frankly, it doesn't paint Jesus in the light that he deserves. That and a lot of Christians like to use the Bible as their weapon. The Bible wasn't really meant to be a weapon against other people. It was really just meant to be a weapon against evil, if you will, but not against other people. In Christianity, there are people that take the Bible out of context. Sometimes people cherry pick verses in the Bible or they move forward with their own opinions or agendas. We are not supposed to use the Bible out of context of our for our own selfish gains. But Christians continue to do this. You might see this online just with individual people, or maybe you've even heard a pastor or maybe somebody in the church use the Bible out of context or say certain things or use certain points in the Bible just for their own selfish gain. That really hurts people. It affects people and it can lead people astray. And I know I'm being very vague with this topic, but there will be a future episode of this podcast that will feature an individual that kind of talks about how they were hurt by their church. So I did want to just touch the surface of this topic today as sort of a a segue into that episode. But the point that I want to get across with this point, if you will, is if you've been hurt by another Christian, you've been hurt by church, or you just have left your faith altogether or don't know where you stand, you're welcome here. As I previously said in my introduction, everybody is welcome here. You are safe here. This is a non-judgmental place for you to explore a faith no matter who you are and no matter what you have done. Part of being a Christian is holding other Christians accountable and recognizing that our actions on earth affect people. And one last thing, one last thing with this point, just know that people hurt you, not Jesus. And I'm sorry if they misrepresented Jesus to you. Whew, we kind of talked about some heavy topics today. Welcome to the Three Ever Season podcast. <laughs> we wear you out over here. I'm just kidding. But on the Through Every Season podcast, we do our best to truly represent Jesus Christ. We are not cookie cutter Christians, if you will. We are imperfect sinners who strive to be like Jesus, but we always fall short. We will never pretend to be holier than thou or act like we have not sinned or done wrong. This is a podcast for anyone and everyone, no matter where you are at in your relationship with Christ. 
I wanted to take the first episode to discuss what we believe and a very brief summary of who Jesus is. It was important for me to take time to put Jesus in the light he deserves. So if someone out there is listening and has been hurt by other Christians, they can know that it was people who hurt them and not Jesus. They were a poor representation of who Jesus is. If you want to explore your faith here, you are welcome. Jesus will always welcome you home, and so will I. Next episode. So next episode will be released at the end of July, on the last Friday of July, and it will actually feature a guest that I'm really excited for you to hear from. So definitely tune into that episode because it is just a mind-boggling story that I know people will connect with on all sorts of different levels, and I'm really excited to have them on. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being here. You can listen to the Through Every Season podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Feel free to follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram, and the handles are mentioned in the description of the podcast. Welcome to my family. Thanks for being here.